Thank you for joining our podcast today. Um, you know, just a, a full disclaimer here. I do swear and I will probably swear during this podcast more than any other podcast because we are going to talk about grocery prices, oh, our favorite topic. So let's get started. Now, inflation has hit everyone over the past couple of years and it hit nowhere harder than in the grocery store which is one reason why i wrote my book seven ways to cut your grocery bill in half which is available on my website now first off i want to dispel a big mm, pricing myth in general okay here's a here, here's a tip the president doesn't control grocery prices yeah. Shocking. I know. All right. Biden can't lower grocery prices. And if Trump gets elected, he ain't going to do jack shit about grocery prices either. Government overspending and money mismanagement has very little to do with the pricing of free market capitalism, especially in regards to food prices. There has been government overspending for decades. So, if that had the contingency of inflation and food prices, then why didn't this happen years ago? I'll tell you why. Let's talk about the monopolies that run our food supply. The majority of the food that you find in the grocery store, I'm going to say mm, probably 85, 90% is controlled by only 10 companies. Nestle, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Mondelez, which is formerly known as Kraft, in case you didn't know that, um, Unilever, General Mills, Kellogg's, Mars, Danone, and Associated British Foods. That's it. And it's about half of that for the meat processing industry, so it's even worse there. Now, if these companies get together and collectively decide to raise prices, which is essentially what they did, this is how we get screwed. That's it. Sure, great. Because let's go over the numbers. All right. Hein the Heinz Craft Division of Mondelez saw a 448% increase in profits from 2022 to 2023. It went from $255 million to $887 million. That is fucking highway robbery. Highway robbery. Calmaine Foods, which is the highest egg producer in the United States, saw profits increase 718%. They blamed the increase of the price of eggs on the bird flu. But was it really 718% worth? Or was it monkey see, monkey do from all the other corporations? And here's what pisses me off, is that these assholes brag on their earnings calls to Wall Street and to shareholders about how much profit that they're making. That's bullshit. So that leaves the average American between a rock and a hard place. I would love to say, screw the food producers, but we all have to eat, right? So what are our options? Our options are really just sort of to try to take control 
of our own situation and our own spending and don't give in and you know buy unnecessary crap and garbage all right how do we start to do this okay so the easiest ways to cut your grocery bill in half is to one kind of start with a pantry inventory and eat out of your pantry first in fact you can even do a challenge if you want of eat our pantry first and don't go to the store okay in the ebook that i wrote for the grocery savings, I actually have a pantry inventory list. When you replace those items in your pantry that are your staples, date those items and when you bought them, because here's why. Most people don't know that grocery stores will put the same items on sale every four to six weeks. I'm talking things, whether it's hamburger, chicken breast, um, Ice cream, cream cheese, cereal, um, frozen pizza. Although sometimes, a lot of times, frozen pizza, pop chips are now going on sale more frequently than that. So the one thing you're going to do is only buy these items when they go on sale. Prime example, Thanksgiving time is a prime example for like say canned vegetables. Another good time that's going to come up is usually Christmas, Easter time where they're going to be running them for 50 cents a can or less. I will buy 12 cans of vegetables. If the max is 12 cans, I will buy 12 cans and they will sit in my pantry because I guarantee I'm not going to use 12 cans of vegetables in 4 to 6 weeks. Um the same thing when meat goes on sale, when turkey goes on sale at the holidays, ham, buy that stuff up. Right now for, you know, it's around Super Bowl time, you're going to have chicken wings, um, party platters, things like that. Buy that when it's on sale. Uh, bags of shrimp. Where I'm at, they will go on sale for $4.99. I will buy those up and we'll save those again, shrimp cocktail, whatever party, whatever we have going on, doesn't matter. So... Make sure then that you buy the when it's on sale. All right. The second thing with pricing with grocery stores is grocery stores will put things on sale that are called loss leaders. These are things that um, the grocery store will sell at a loss because they know it drives traffic into the store. A lot of that, again, when I mentioned earlier, which was your chips, your frozen pizza, your soda, um, usually hamburger will bring people into the store, chicken press, bacon, bacon's a big deal to, to bring people into the store. So um, only buy those items when they're on sale. Because I can tell you for sure, the price of soda is expensive. It's ridiculously expensive. Most everybody in our household drinks water for the most part. Um, but occasionally we do have soda. We still have a couple kids that drink soda. Uh, they know in my house, they're only going to get it when it's on sale. So it might be a Coke week. It might be a Pepsi week. It might be a, you know, RC 7-Up Dr. Pepper week. They just get what they get. And that's the same with chips. I don't know what crack Frito-Lay is on, which is part of the Pepsi group. Uh, but I am not spending... Six dollars, six and a half dollars for a bag of Doritos. You're on crack. I uh, no, not happening. Now, if you're going to put the family size on sale three for ten, I'll get nine bags and then I'll just 
hide those other bags until we need them. Okay. And once you start to pay attention to grocery sales and ads, that's when you're going to start to learn the prices and whether or not something's a good deal. But there's no rush. Just wait it out. Right. So um, we'll go ahead and hit more grocery savings after a word from our sponsors. Uh, I know I've mentioned before about I've had sleep issues and everything like that, fatigue, energy issues, brain fog, and I didn't really start to repair myself till I started to wear the LifeWave X39 patch. And what is the LifeWave X39 patch? Well, it's simply a small patch that's uh, about the size of a quarter that you put on the lower part of your neck that... Uh, really sort of it uses phototherapy to generate the copper peptide and it then rebuilds your stem cells now i know that sounds complicated and that sounds stupid but the testimonials that i'm getting back from people that are actually using the patch um i have friends whose back pain has gone away to where they would have to pop, you know, an Aleve or an Advil every day before they, you know, went about their day. Um, I have friends where, you know, their skin conditions, psoriasis is now clearing up, uh, arthritis, joint pain, in addition to sleeping and energy and mental clarity. So if this is something that you're interested in trying, you can just go to the niftythriftylifestyle.com and if you go to products, you will be able to find the link for the LifeWave patch or you can simply just follow the link in the show notes and uh, that'll give you more information that you'd want to know about it. But it also offers a 30-day money-back guarantee. So in case you are not happy with your results, you can get your money back. And... That is the thrifty way to do it. All right. So next, let's talk about other grocery savings ideas. One is shopping sales at your grocery store. But a lot of times, stuff isn't necessarily on sale. It isn't cheaper. There's things that don't go on sale. The everyday items, if you have an Aldi or a Lidl and you are not maximizing the Aldi store, just go in there. I know a ton of people that are intimidated by Aldi. My husband would not go to Aldi for the longest time because he thought it was um, a lower end grocery store because they have discount prices. Till I took him in and now he is a full Aldi believer. I have another girlfriend totally intimidated by Aldi, won't go there. But here's what I can tell you. They do have limited selection, right? Which keeps their costs down. Um, you know, you're not going to find 17 brands of Rice Krispies. You're going to find one, the store brand, which is fine. You can't tell the difference in Rice Krispies. Um, but the amount of prices on things that you're going to find there uh, are probably, it's a considerable amount of difference. Uh, I'm talking whether you get tortilla chips, milk, eggs, um, produce, 
the oh Velveeta cheese. I don't know if you're a fan of Velveeta cheese, but it's literally half the price of what it is at Walmart. Um, frozen items. Their specialty cheese section mm, is to die for. Uh, their coffees. I'll be honest. Their coffees kind of suck. A lot of people um, get nervous about their produce because sometimes your produce, they have to get in bulk. Like you can't just buy one green pepper, but it's a pack of three green peppers. So unless you're going to use three green peppers, of course, that doesn't make any sense. Um, and sometimes I will say that their produce can go bad. I I feel quicker than, say, like a Walmart. But here's here's what... Aldi does offer with that. They offer your money back guarantee times two. So for example, I had um, a pint of raspberries that literally was bad. I think the next morning it was bad. I took it back in with my receipt. Not only did they give me my money back, but they gave me two pints of strawberries in, in addition to that, which to me, I think that is just stellar customer service. I have no complaints. The only problem you're going to get with Aldi is what's called the Aldi Isle of Shame, which is that is their promo stuff that comes in uh, every week, whether, you know, it is specialty slippers, you know, we're, you know, little plaques with words on it that you put for home decor or candles or, you know, kids toys, whatever the case may be. You can blow your budget in the, in the Aldi Isle of Shame. So that's the biggest thing you have to look out for for there. Let's talk about warehouse stores. So Sam's, Costco, et cetera. Um, I'm a big fan. We buy some things there. Some things there are cheaper. Some things are not. Okay. Let's take an example of something that is not. Cereal is not cheaper at your warehouse club store than it is if you buy it on sale at the grocery store. So if you wait for the sale, it will be cheaper. Spaghetti sauce, uh, same thing. You can get a big thing, you know, three pack of spaghetti sauce, I don't know, $10, $12. But if I wait at the store, the cost per ounce, I will save more money that way. But things that we do save on at grocery store are gonna be usually um, prepackaged frozen items. So if you're into, let's say, taquitos, fish sticks, um, chicken nuggets, pizza rolls, uh, French fries, uh, the cheese, I, I don't think is cheaper than what you can get at Aldi or on sale at your grocery store. So it's really just sort of learning about your prices. Beverages, depending on what it is, the... Uh, water for sure is cheaper because you get it in a 40 pack for $4 where I'm at. Um, so that's significantly cheaper. My husband's very big into right now, zero calorie monster energy drinks. Don't get me started on those, but that is considerably cheaper than if he was going to buy that at a Walmart or whatever else. So, um, those things can keep you on track. I'm also a big giant fan of the $5 rotisserie chicken that is both at Costco and Sam's. And to be honest, I will then package that with pre-bagged salad kits, which I only buy if they're $3 or less because they're $3 or less at 
uh, your warehouse stores at Aldi's. And then when they go on sale at the grocery store, they're usually going to be $3. So if you think about that in just sheer terms, that's a way where you can eat a lunch for 20 bucks. If you get a $5 rotisserie chicken, five bag salads for $15 every day, open a bag salad, rip off some rotisserie chicken, put it in. Now you can eat salad for the entire week for 20 bucks. Doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Um, now, what's the difference between Costco and Sam's? I would say Costco has their prices are a little bit higher, but I also think that they have more organic items than Sam does. So if that's a, if you're very into organic items, then Costco is a way to go on that. Um, what are the things that are going to bust your budget at Costco and Sam's? That's going to be the clothing aisle. And again, the promotional aisles that come in, the seasonal promotional aisles, whether, you know, that's going to be, ooh, flower, massive flower pots for $20 or, you know, this workout center for a thousand dollars. Yay. Um, that can, that, that can bust your budget at a Sam's or Costco every time. And so we really try to limit that. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, I think they're, they both have really good pastries and baked goods that are going to be cheaper than you're going to find. I think a, a pack, a four pack of muffins, I want to say is $5. So you, you can't go wrong with that either. Uh, one thing that I do love Sam's for that Costco doesn't have is scan and go. What is scan and go? If you use the SAMS app on your phone, you simply just scan all the items in your card, your, you know, your debit or credit card, whatever you pay for is auto-loaded. You just auto-pay through your phone. You don't have to check out. You don't have to stand in line. You just show your phone to the, you know, the people at the checkout. They scan it. They scan your items. You're good to go. You do not have to wait in line um, at the Costco or SAMS. Again, some things are cheaper there, some things aren't. But I will say we usually go and make it date night so we can either get the pizza deal or the $1.50 hot dog and a drink deal because, you know, that's our date night because that's how exciting your adulthood gets. Okay. But one thing that I do like to get there is meat. Okay. So if I don't get the meat when it's on sale at the grocery store, I will usually get it at Sam's. I will usually get hamburger in the big giant tube then and then separate that out. I would usually get chicken there. And I'm a big fan of the clearance meat, right? Love clearance meat. So whether clearance meat is at Costco, Sam's, um, my grocery store doesn't really have it a whole lot because they, you know, they're a full service butcher shop too. Um, but like Walmart, Target, they will all clearance their meat out. Usually they sometimes clear it out first thing in the morning. So, you know, if you have a cooler or something and you're on your way to work or you have the day off and you whip in there, see what they have marked down for clearance, take it every time. You can freeze that. You can cook it that day. doesn't necessarily matter. But I am a huge fan of the clearance meat. Uh, I also have seen Walmart clear it, do a clearance on it a, in the afternoon, late afternoon, kind of like trying to hit those people when they're coming off of work. So that's another time, but I will always check. No matter if I'm a Walmart, no matter what time of day, I will always check 
the clearance meet section. Now, another way you can save is by directly going to a butcher, by going to your local butcher. Now, I'm here in Iowa. This is hog capital of the world. We have more pigs than people in Iowa. And I'm I'm going to try to look up the statistic while I talk to you here. But I know Iowa only has um, two and a half million people, I think, in total. And let me see how many hogs are in Iowa, because I don't remember if it was. It is 23.5 million hogs in Iowa. Okay. So here you can buy processed, whether it's a cow, hog, whatever the case may be. You can go to a butcher and get that directly. Um, sometimes you can get a whole hog slaughtered, split it with friends or even a cow. We used to do that where we would actually only keep like a quarter of the cow and then find three other friends to go on with us to all divvy up the cost so we didn't have to, to do all of that at once. Although my butcher did say the last time we talked about this was that it's the processing fees for it and um, what you're getting out of it aren't necessarily as advantageous as it was in the past. So he actually recommended to do a meat bundle. All right, so if you go in to your butcher and they can mix and match. So say you have $300 you want to spend on meat. And let's say you want chicken breast, you want some pork chops, you need some steaks, hamburger, whatever the case may be. And you want it for four people, whatever the increments can be. If you talk to your butcher or tell them what they want, they will come up with a customized package for you. And typically it's going to be cheaper per pound overall going that route than it is just going into the store and buying it that way. Okay. Um, so what other ways can you save money? Well, I'll tell you some other ways where you can save money and track your spending. If you're not interested in using a spreadsheet or something like that, you can actually track your spending through Rocket Money, right? Rocket Money is an app that um, will track your spending, help you pay your time, uh, pay your bills on time, and help cancel your subscriptions. Because I can tell you another budget buster, uh, in addition to the Aldi Isle of Shame or the clothing section at Costco and Sam's, is going to be subscriptions. I know I have signed up for subscriptions that I don't remember about, but Rocket Money was able to find those for me. And then I could go through and be like, I didn't even know I was still paying for that. Cancel that off. That can save you tons of money. Right? So at this point, you can't afford to not have Rocket Money. To check out Rocket Money, you can just go to niftythriftylifestyle.com forward slash Rocket Money, or you can click on the link in the show notes. So let's go over other ways you can save money on your groceries. Let's talk about uh, store brands and generic items. I know people are very married to store brands. Um, but I will be here to tell you that most of the time, store brands, unless there's some sort of patent or some proprietary thing on the store brand, they are manufactured in the same uh they're manufactured in the same facility as the name brand stuff. Like I said, unless there's something patented on the on the on the name brand. 
So your canned vegetables are all processed at the same place. It's just a different label slapped on the can. Same with your frosted flakes. Same with your Rice Krispies. Sometimes same with tortilla chips. But think about in terms of if you're to save on average 50 cents off an item in the grocery store from switching from a name brand to the store brand and you buy 100 items, that's $50 a week, right? $50 a week times 52 weeks a year. If I should probably figure out how to do math in my head ahead of time. But um, if you were going to take 50 times 52, it's $2,600. And I guarantee there's a lot of, of items that you will save more than 50 cents on. Now, and all of that adds up over time, right? So what could you do? Could you pay off a credit card for $2,600? Could you take a small vacation for $2,600? Sure you could. Sure you could. So this is kind of what I mean about little things that build up over time that can pay off. Um, the only things I've ever noticed the difference in store brands and grocery uh, store brands and name brands are Oreos and Lucky Charms. Like that's literally the only two things I've noticed the difference on. My kids swear they can tell a difference in Doritos, but if I switch the bags on them and put the generic in the brand name bag for Doritos, they don't notice the difference at all, at all. Um, so here's another thing. Let's talk about couponing. I am personally not a coupon expert, mainly because a lot of the items that are that coupons go towards, that are manufacturer coupons, um, I don't buy. I, I I just don't buy them. So they don't give you coupons for meat and you know sometimes cheese, not really. Um, milk, eggs, like you don't get coupons for that typically. Um, it's usually tip a lot of stuff for a lot of processed foods. So whether it's like the, ho the, the little bites muffins or sometimes you can, you know, cereal, whatever the case may be. Most coupons now are done digitally. So if you have a grocery app, you and you log in, you can add all of the manufacturer coupons on there. Now, there are places such as Dollar General where they'll have their own coupons with the manufacturer coupon. And then I know Dollar General, in addition to that, will do $5 off a $25 purchase. And there are many couponing sites that you can go on that will give you tips and hacks and things as far as being able to maximize coupons. I'm also not into stockpiling. Okay, I don't need... 10 bottles of Glade air freshener. I, I don't care about that. I don't need air wicks. I don't need, I, I don't buy fabric softener. Um, so I, I don't really keep a stockpile. I don't, for me, I'm trying to go more minimalist. Some people are very into stockpiles. Um, I, I'm just not, I don't use that, that type of products. And if you've seen my TikTok, you know, even for laundry detergent, I buy them uh, from a local store in town for in, in, in a five-gallon bucket. So it's a Tide or Gain equivalent. 
there's some guy in town that actually makes these five gallon buckets of laundry detergent um this store he sells it to the store the store is sells it for 34 dollars for five gallons that'll save that that'll last me nine months worth of laundry detergent i don't need to go spend ten dollars a jug for tide i don't need the coupons for that so 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 for me it's just not worth it i don't buy dryer sheets anymore i use wool balls i've used those for years i use those in place of dryer sheets i don't use fabric softener um, those types of things. I also know that Walgreens and CVS are also very aggressive on the couponing and you can go down the giant rabbit hole of coupons. There's also various different apps such as fetch where you can accumulate points and then turn those in for gift cards. There's, um, Ibotta, Rakuten, um, that you can also do that and get points back i just don't play that game i find it time consuming and and most of the time it's for crap i don't want or need anyways but if it is stuff that you use i recommend you kind of try to do a little deep dive like i said there's a million different facebook groups on couponing that'll be able to give you tips and tricks on that okay um so that's kind of the grocery ways, the, the ways to save on your groceries in a nutshell. Um, again, you can get that in my ebook on my website, niftythriftylifestyle.com. Um, you can go ahead and buy it so you can have it with you. I do keep pantry inventory sheets in there. I have grocery sheets in there that you can take with you to the store. So you only buy what you need and you don't get sucked into the you know, Isle of Shame and, and whatnot for everything else. Um, but as always, I want to thank you for listening. If you know of anybody that can benefit from learning uh, some grocery hacks, please feel free to share this podcast with them. Um, if you rate and review, that also helps boost me up the algorithm. And uh, I appreciate you guys subscribing and uh, sharing that and all of that. And uh, till next week, I will catch you guys later. Full disclaimer, I am not an accountant. I am not a CPA and I'm not an attorney. If you have any questions in regards to anything like that, please reach out to one of them. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, really based on my own life experience. Thank you.